0: That is an absolutely true statement. It's like when it came to getting high and or drunk, it like just didn't matter at all. It's like whatever I had to do was going to happen. Whether I was like riding on a BMX bike through the hill country in Texas or to go like buy whatever or, you know, like, like transit, like walking through the woods, you know, it was like I was going to go and do whatever it is that I had
1: to do to, to go get weed or pills or, you know, this, that, or the other. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think that's a good uh, transition to start talking about, like, well, what does it really mean to be a drug addict? Uh, I know for me, whenever I was so young, it was like, whenever I got in, whenever someone, I remember when someone first called me a drug addict. It was one of my good friends, too. And I was just literally walking up the street. I don't know where I was going, but he said uh, something about me being a drug addict. And I was like, dude, no, I'm fucking not. You know, like, I know that, like, I'm stealing stuff from my house and all just to get drugs and I'm hurting people and I don't care, but I am not a drug addict. And all at the same time, it's like all the consequences that come with stealing or doing drugs uh, as much as I was doing them, uh, putting myself in these, putting myself in this sketchy situation. It's like none of that bothered me at all. And I didn't even wonder why it didn't bother me. You know why like mm, five years prior, I'm like no way I'm ever doing drugs. Like, I've seen all the videos. I've seen all the, uh, what is it? What did they uh, come to the school and start uh, talking to you? Uh, Was it D.A.R.E.? Dare? Was it D.A.R.E.? I don't
0: remember. I had SRO officers come talk to us.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Well, anyways, I just remember all those videos, and then it's like, as soon as I started doing drugs on a a consistent basis, didn't matter. No promises uh, that I made back then kept up. Like, very quickly, it was like, everything was out the window, and I'm getting fucked up.
0: No, yeah, like um like on the topic of like somebody calling me a drug addict for the first time or an alcoholic. Like I remember uh my mom um you know I was I was doing whatever I you know I was doing drugs, I was you know drinking booze and stuff like that. My mom's like, "John, I'm going to ask you a couple questions, right? And, and it'll tell me if you're a drug addict or not." She found it like on the internet. And in my head, I was like, "I'm going to answer these things as honestly as I can cuz I'm not a drug addict." And she answered. You go find <laughs> out today. <laughs> and she asked me like, I don't know, make maybe it was like 10 or 15 questions, and then she was like John, according to your answers, you're a drug <laughs> addict. And I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> who are you who to are- say that I am a drug yeah, addict? Yeah, you can't trust everything you find on the internet, mother. Dude, seriously. Oh, my God. But uh, no, I mean, I, 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 at the end of the day, it was like being so young. Like my idea of what it meant to be a drug addict is and or an alcoholic looked like what I would see like in the movies. Like you're an old guy with a big old dirty beard underneath a bridge with like... Dirty, um, for sure. What is it called? A paper, a paper uh, you know, a bottle and a paper bag. You yeah, know, yeah, 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 And yeah, you're yeah, drinking it yeah. and you're like, yeah. or whatever, and I'm like, I'm not that, at you all. know? Yeah. I'm not underneath that bridge, I'm not old, I don't have a beard, you know? At all? At, yeah. Well, yeah, not then. I was 17. Yeah, Um, Yeah, you're looking good now. Thanks. but uh, You know, and and like that was my interpretation of like like what it meant or what the requirements were to be a drug addict or an alcoholic was just this like total devastation of my entire life. And it was like I still had my mom uh, in my life, my older sister, you know. I was still going to school and, and making good grades and like, Um, you know, the, the couple of jobs that I did have that I lost as a result of drugs and alcohol, you know, I was like, I still had a job and all these things. And, and so like, you know, whenever it came to identifying what it meant to be a drug addict and alcoholic, like I had to understand that I had to set aside what I thought that I knew about what that meant or what it looked like really. Cause it didn't look like in my head at that time, 17 year old John drinking booze, popping pills and smoking weed. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
1: Well, it's funny, right? It's like now that you say that, it's like okay. Well, at what point was I like, damn, I'm a fucking drug addict, <laughs> dude? On the real is like
0: when I went. Well, can I say where I went to treatment? I don't think it matters. Okay, I mean, so whatever,
1: dude. Whatever.
0: So whenever I checked into Phoenix House day one, it was like you know. Like, it was all, like, right there in my face. It was like, okay, John just got out of a mental hospital. John just totaled his first car after having it for two weeks. John just lost two jobs, you know, pretty much back to back. And it was like, day one, it was like, okay, I have a problem. And then I go in there, and, like, you know, I'm I'm there with a bunch of other kids, and they're all calling themselves drug addicts. So, like, originally, I just said that. Because everybody else was saying, it, mm-hmm. you know, but I didn't understand what it was that I was agreeing to, yeah. you know, essentially. Whenever I, whenever I started saying it, but as far as like the turning point of where I was like, damn, you know, like I'm, I'm a drug addict. Was you know, we would have guys that would um come out to. Uh, Phoenix House to bring a meeting. And, um, you know, I was in Phoenix House for 118 days, I would say the first couple of months, like it was like, I was sleeping during those groups, you know, yada, yada, yada. And like one day, I managed to stay awake. And like, I'm listening to this guy talk. And instead of talking about, you know, all of these external consequences, he focused a lot more on his internal condition. And like, I could relate without a doubt to that, you yeah, know, yeah. and he, and he was like a heroin addict, yeah. you know, and, and where I was at, at that time, it was like, I'm not a drug addict, I'm not doing heroin, I'm not doing methamphetamine, right, things right, like right, that, right, I'm like, right. trying to, just anything I can to justify why I'm not that, you know, but he didn't talk about any of that, you know, he just talked about, like, his internal condition, like, like, not liking what it looks like in a mirror, you know, having, you know, being in a room full of friends and family mm-hmm. and still feeling alone, yeah. and like, all these different things, and, like, you know, uh, it got my gears turning a little bit there, yeah. and it was like, okay, well, if we take the drink and drug question aside, is like I'm still left with me, right. and like that's not, and I'm not cool with that at all. Right. And and since he could relate to how I felt without ever talking to me prior to that, it's like, okay, he must be telling the truth, Damn. and but he's no longer there.
1: Isn't it funny that like uh, in treatment we're like <clears throat> we're like, man, I think these guys might be onto something. <laughs> Or at the same time, it's like, no, these guys are fucking whack. Mm-hmm. It's like one or the other. One or the other. It's like you're either totally in yeah. or you need to get the fuck out. Yeah. You know, what, what's really funny, dude. So I go to treatment, right? And it's like first question. And it's it's so funny. It's like you always wonder how do you treat the, the newcomer, you know, as mm-hmm. they come into treatment. And you should be all welcoming. And hey, bro, how's it going? And, you know, blah, blah, blah. This one kid, dude, first question. It's like, hey, bro, what's your drug? At-? Or no, he said, what's your DOC? Like I was like supposed to know that. Like, mm-hmm. like knew what that meant i'm like doc what the fuck is doc? <laughs> you know and he's like i said what's that and he's like your drug of choice and i was like oh dude this is my time to shine because you how you were just saying uh you know i'm not a drug addict i didn't do heroin meth and all that well i fucking did <laughs> you know yeah and so uh, they're, they're like what's your doc i said heroin you know meth and, uh, I'm living it up, you know, as soon as I get in there and I'm like, that's mm-hmm. what it means to be a drug addict. It's totally based on what you do, mm-hmm. you know? And then what I didn't realize until, oh man, I mean, it had to be like nine months later from, from getting into treatment the first time to getting out to relapsing for six months and then going back in and working with another sponsor is probably about nine months. Mm-hmm. And that's when, uh, my sponsor at the time, He had explained to me what the physical allergy was. Mm -hmm. You know, he explained to me like, hey, Tyler, guess what? It doesn't matter what you did, you know, when you did it Mm -hmm. or whatever. Uh, Can you control it when you start? No? Okay. Well, what about staying away? Can you stay away completely and entirely? No, I can't do that either. You know, just on pure will. Mm -hmm. I can't do that. And he's like, you see how it's like no matter how... What, what do they even say in the book, right? How, how far down the scale we've gone yeah. and all that, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't, you know, Some people uh, do, have done drugs, uh, done less drugs, different drugs or whatever for a shorter amount of time and yet you still relate with two uh, common factors, mm-hmm. which is that when I put it, the drug in my system or the alcohol in my system, I can't control it and then when it's out of my system, at some point I go through this thing that we call the mental obsession, mm-hmm. right? No mental defense. You know, no no consequence that did happen prior is going to stop. And I was like, when he told me that, I was like, yeah, dude, you know what? That makes a lot of sense. I totally am off the rocker with that. And and, and when I read uh, in our book, uh, it was like, uh, to the alcoholic, <clears throat> their life seems the only normal one. Mm-hmm. And I was like, finally, someone gets it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, this is absolute, like, all the chaos, all the confusion, all the fear and the loneliness. Like, yeah. Yeah that is normal and not normal and like it's, it's happening all the time. It's like what I expect and what I'm now okay with. Yep. No, no, no. Uh, uh, all the chaos, right. That, that always brings you to the part,
0: uh, in the book where it says like, we cannot bring into our consciousness with sufficient force the suffering and humiliation yeah. of a week or a month ago. Um, cause like every time I would stop, like whether that be for whatever reason for like a couple of days or, or I think two weeks was like the max, um, at a certain point in time it was like all the bullshit that happened like a week or a, you know 2 weeks ago it just was not coming into that that my mind when it came to, to reasoning why i could smoke weed this time and not go to drinking And popping pills.
1: Dude, so much to the point that like I would make a resolution, right? I would leave the trap house and I would say, guys, I'm out. And the funny thing is everyone was like, yeah, fucking get out of here, you know, (laughs) do it for all of us, Mm -hmm. right? And uh, so I would leave and I would go skate and I'd say, I'm going to go to my grandma's and I'm going to sober up. She's going to take me back to to my dad's house and I'm going to sober up for good. And literally on the way to my grandma's house, my thoughts change. Mm hmm. That's how quick it happens, mm-hmm. and how like I know I said one thing, but I mean another. Mm-hmm. You know, I or or not not necessarily I mean another, but I'm going to then say another thing, and and honestly, that's totally the inconsistency is totally okay with me. you. Better get the fuck behind me, you know. If I change my mind, I change my mind. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're in the way, then you got to move. I'm changing my mind, and you're not changing my mind again. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm gonna go get fucked up. Yeah, that's how on a god on a consistent basis.
0: Sometimes a daily basis, where it was like, I would wake up and be like, all right, I'm not going to get high today. And then like, five, ten minutes
1: later, it's like, I'm getting high today. today. (laughs) And it's like, man, here's a good question. Why us? Why me? That is a Like, okay, how many people are like, man, I didn't choose to be a drug addict. Okay, so what the fuck does that mean? Mm -hmm. Do we just ignore the fact that this is the reality right like there's like what some 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 pity about uh now i have to do something about it Mm -hmm. like we're gonna get a pass just because we didn't choose it so yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah yeah no no, no i agree yeah. like like uh, uh i was told that uh
0: it's not my fault that i'm a drug addict and alcoholic but yeah. it is my, my responsibility. responsibility
1: yeah you definitely say that a lot yeah. and every time you say it i'm like damn you, you can't there's no getting out of that there's no getting out of there's it. no getting out of that.
0: especially after you have been introduced to a solution oh my god it's like after you've been introduced and you understand what what lack of power like a choice and all these things are and you and you know, like you have been like okay that's me like you no longer have an excuse because yeah.
1: you have a you have a solution. Well, what do they? What do I hear? I hear a lot of the times like uh, uh, once you are made aware of something, mm-hmm. right? You no longer have the grace, mm-hmm. right? Because you know now that I'm made aware of my own actions being uh, the result of uh, the the resentment or fear in my life or whatever, and, and my behaviors are causing the confusion or whatever. Now I got to do something about it. Like you said, it's the responsibility. Yep. And so as soon as I'm made aware of something and the truth of something, I no longer have any grace. Because before, I'm just flying blind, you know, with mm-hmm. grace all behind me. Not anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Same grace on grace. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. The, the once you be made aware, what did you say? Yeah, one, one, once I'm made aware of something, I no longer have the grace. Yeah, yeah. it's
0: like the total opposite of ignorance is bliss. Yeah, it's like you can no longer claim ignorance and and when it comes to 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 me being a drug and alcoholic that ignorance was not bliss no there was nothing it was just the whirling tornado ravaging my life and like the lives of everybody around me which yeah. was also a big misconception that i had was that like my addiction my alcoholism was really only affecting me yeah um to a certain degree or to a certain extent i could see how like you know okay my mom i'm making my mom upset making my sister upset you know my mom and whoever the hell else is upset and they're scared and stuff like that. app i'm like why it's my life you right. know like like they're like which i guess in hindsight essentially what i was saying was their love doesn't matter oh yeah you know which is like not a nice thing to say. Well, it's clean. not a
1: nice thing to say, but like, oh man, I was just talking to, I was probably talking to, to Megan about this, and, you know, maybe my dad watches this, but I mean, this, you know, this is the truth of my mindset, right? And people people need to hear this shit. Uh, my dad would check up on me, mm-hmm. and I would get so fucking mad. Mm. You know, he's like, hey, son, just checking in, making sure you're alive. Yep. And I'm like, don't, in my head, I'm like, don't yep. fucking hit me up. Mm. And really, because it's like, I'm so, I mean, I don't know if you want to call it, like, ashamed or whatever, I, but I do not want to face the reality that, like, I am burning not only my life down, but I am, like you said, hurting everyone around me. And and, and there's a massive part of me that doesn't want to change. Mm-hmm. So let's not even talk about the potential of, like, the reality of my situation. I didn't want to live in the reality of my situation. I wanted to keep doing what I was doing without without thinking about, anything mm-hmm. no yeah yeah uh, to relate to your dad calling
0: and saying are you alive and like you be mad about it like that's how i always phrase uh restless you know the, or the irritability part yeah. of like restless here when continues like mom calls and says hey john what's up and i'm like "Leave me the fuck alone <laughs> meredith and it's like whoa 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 i was just how how was school it's like school sucked you know and, and like she's just trying to like have a conversation with with her son and like mm-hmm. i'm like why you know, like, yeah. for for the love of God, leave me alone. Yeah. I don't want to talk to you. I don't even want to see you. And it's just like, like, I just have no regulation of anything, you know. And, and to a certain degree, one could say that that was like, well, you were young. And it's like, yeah. well, you know, I was young. And yes, that might have been something to do with, like, puberty or whatever the hell. But you accompany all that with just the obscene actions due to drugs and alcohol that I was both taking and doing. It's just like, you know, realistically... Like I guess I would have to be honest with myself, uh, in the sense of like, if it wasn't for the drugs and alcohol, would I have still acted like that? It's like probably not. Mm. You know, if I wasn't a drug and alcoholic, would I <clears throat> would I have been so restless, irritable, and discontent? It's like probably not.
1: You know. Well, it's funny, right? Because I mean, you you I don't know what at what point it switched, but I know that when it did, when I started getting into drugs and stuff, it's like that was my source. Mm-hmm. You know, for me, it was like like I had no idea that growing up. Like all I wanted was just to feel okay mm-hmm. with myself uh, to some degree, you know. Like um, I wanted to be comfortable in my own skin to some degree. Um, I did, but but when I when I when I took drugs and alcohol and I put those in my system, I had no idea that I found something mm-hmm. that I was looking for for so long. Whenever I like like even with weed, right? Whenever I would smoke weed, dude, I didn't need other people to be there. Mm-hmm. I didn't need other people to say anything about me. I mm-hmm. didn't need to be invited anywhere. I didn't, you know, I didn't need this um, acceptance from anything. Like it was finally me alone and okay. Mm-hmm. Now the problem with that is that shit burns down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's a massive problem. Yep. But it is the source. Drugs, alcohol were the source for me feeling okay. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is nothing stays okay. Yep. No, no. It's like a, a, a. If I had
0: my drink and my drug, you could put me down on the floor with like cockroaches crawling over me. You're oh, like good. I'm, I'm okay. I'm fine. But like then you take away the drugs and alcohol, and you put me like in a nice house with my mom, my whole family, and then I'm like, give me the fuck out of here, the fuck
1: out, give me, because because it's obvious, right? It's like we're uh, I'm around these people mm-hmm. um, that that are telling me, hey, this isn't the move, and I'm like, what do you mean it's not the move? Mm-hmm. I'm fucked up. I'm good. This is the move. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me it's not the move. Yeah, no, like,
0: like I just know for me, I was really. Uh, so I guess I would not say that I fall underneath the being born alcoholic. Yeah. I feel like I went through a transitional period there, right? Because like I remember the first time i smoking weed. I remember the first time I smoked weed, I actually didn't get high at all. Of all, course, all I me did either. it yeah. was like it was like with like a minute made can. Right, you poked holes in with a knife, or whatever the hell. Like no one told me you were going to cough, and so I just I coughed into the can, and all the, <laughs> and all the bud went. <laughs> And was like, "Bro, what the fuck, bro? You're not supposed to cough in it." I'm like, "Well, this shit doesn't come with instructions, <laughs> yeah, bro. You should have told me. You literally were watching me. Oh my god! Um, and I was like, I didn't, I didn't even really Fucking get high. Assholes. But even though I didn't get high, I still acted differently. Yes, like I still got like real jazzed that Like like weed's gonna give you oh, yeah. like an excess amount of energy. Yeah, which isn't the yeah. case. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and it wasn't until my second time smoking weed uh, that I was like,
1: oh, this. I didn't even get high the first time." dude, oh my God, it's such a different story. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Whenever I first smoked weed, dude, same thing, right? I mean, it was probably like a joint or something like that. And I was like, how the fuck do you do this? Mm -hmm. You know, and it took me like 30 seconds of pondering. Well, I made that one promise to my grandma that I never smoked. Mm -hmm. I was like, "Mm, let me hit that. Mm -hmm. How do I hit it though? You know, and uh, after that, I can't remember if I got high or not. I'm going to say I didn't based off the next time I smoked weed and I Mm -hmm. got fucked up. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, Dude, but that in that very first session, smoke weed and then this thing that I got in my brain triggers mm-hmm. and it's like look at that like you know 75 percent smoking crushed cigarette on the ground mm-hmm. hit that light it up mm-hmm. what what yeah what in my brain says oh now we're in it mm-hmm. very first time now we're in it what else can we do and I look on the ground and find a stepped on cigarette. Yeah. And my other buddy, whenever I try to hit it, he fucking knocks it out of my He's like, what the fuck's wrong with you? And I'm like, that's probably the first time actually that I was ever embarrassed mm-hmm. of, of, of like my behavior around drugs and alcohol. And guess what? It was also the first time I had ever really put any drugs and alcohol in my system. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I'm like not a drug addict, like if I don't think something's wrong after that, you know, first mm-hmm. time doing it first time immediately fucking up already. Yep. Come on.